Welcome to the Fuel Your Feel Good podcast. I'm your host, Carrie McGinn, physical therapist, yoga teacher, and coach. I've spent a lot of time, energy, and money on my own healing journey, and I want to share what I've learned with you. My intention behind this podcast is help those feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, and burnt out find ways to feel good in their mind, body, and souls. I believe that everyone deserves to feel good in their bodies, and sometimes you just need a little guidance on how to get there. In this podcast, we'll dive into topics ranging from mindfulness to slow living, movement to mother nature, stress management to seasons of life, lymphatic system to the vagus nerve, giving you tools along the way to feel really, really good in your mind, body, and soul. This is your one-stop shop for all things feeling good and managing stress. Thanks for being here. Hey friends, welcome back to the Feel Your Feel Good podcast. I'm super stoked today to share a solo episode with you. And I'll be honest, I've been going back and forth on what this solo episode should be all about, but I finally decided. In fact, I was supposed to release a solo episode last week, but you know, life happens. And the topic we're talking about today is going to be I think very helpful for a lot of people and also has been very helpful to remind myself because the reason that I didn't record a solo podcast last week was the summer in the Berkshires has just totally swept me under and swept me up. And I will say that it is all wonderful, beautiful, exciting opportunities, but where I live in the Berkshires, it's a very kind of summery resort there. I mean, there's plenty of stuff to do in the fall and winter and spring too, but it definitely kicks up a notch in terms of people around and activities and things to be a part of in the summertime. And I definitely let myself get caught up in that and maybe overextend myself a little bit. But that is besides the point. I bring that up because last week I was feeling very full, very kind of overwhelmed, overstimulated and just full. And I realized I hadn't really given myself the time to slow down and take good care of myself. And today we're going to kind of talk about that feeling of feeling full and overwhelmed and overstimulated and overexhausted. Raise your hand if you've been there before. I know it's not just me. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about this concept of your threat bucket, or often I'll call it the cup. I learned this topic first from Anna Hartman and Missy Bunch, who are both guests on this podcast. I'll link their episodes below. Both two brilliant women that I've learned from and really a good chunk of my practice is thanks to them and what I've integrated after working with them. So the threat bucket. Picture your nervous system like a cup or a bucket. If you put too much into any cup or bucket, it will eventually overflow. Or say if you put too much into it and you don't take anything out, it will eventually overflow, right? Same can be said for your nervous system and for your body. 
everything you do every single day goes into this cup that is your nervous system. Good things, bad things, neutral things, happy things, sad things, hard things, easy things. Everything is a drop in the bucket. Even things like exercise and physical therapy and gardening. All of it is a step or a drop in the bucket. So at a certain point, the bucket, the cup can overflow. If you don't take a sip out of said bucket. And oftentimes when the bucket, the cup overflows is when we experience overwhelm, we feel overstimulated, exhausted. It's when our maybe mental symptoms increase, brain fog, fatigue, anxiety, not feeling like you're able to stay on top of things, memory loss, not memory loss, but having a hard time remembering things. It's also often when people experience pain or increased pain. For example, I shared here on this podcast, when I hurt my back back in May, I think I worked like, and I'm not glorifying this by any means. I am still figuring out my schedule as I move to a new location. I worked like, I don't know, 17 days in a row while still trying to exercise, while going for a run for the first time, while taking care of our dog solo, while my partner being out of the house, while a bear was on our property. And I just moved the wrong way and all of a sudden hurt my back. And it was not so good. It was bad. I'm going to say it. It was bad. <laughs> you can listen to the podcast all about that. I'll also link that below. But oftentimes... And, you know, in that case for me, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I did something crazy. I fell or I did something really intense that I hurt my back. I simply bent over to help my dad pick something up and just kind of moved in the wrong way. And more importantly, my cup was full. My cup was already overflowing when I did that. So when I then went and moved in this different way, I just tweaked something. And often that's what can happen when pain feels like it comes on all of a sudden or like, I don't think I did anything that bad. That's what I'll hear a lot. I don't think I did anything that bad or I have no idea where this started or out of the blue, my knee, my hip, my back just started hurting or I just made this one small move and suddenly it seized up. In my opinion, those instances is often when the person's cup is full And then a small thing kind of tips them over the edge into pain or injury or discomfort. So I often feel this full cup as overwhelmed or overstimulated. I think of it sometimes as when you're out and about and you hear just one sound and it's just way more irritating than you know it should be. I can't think of a great example right now, but I feel like if you've been overstimulated by sounds before, you'll understand. (laughs) So your nervous system is a bucket, is a cup. There is only so much input that can go into it. And like I said, everything that you do in a day goes into that cup. Even good things like exercise or going for a walk. All of that plays a role here. And we need to learn how to take steps out of our cup. And we also need to learn how to just know where we are. So first, let's talk about knowing where you are. When I work with someone one-on-one for physical therapy, this is often a discussion we have right away. 
because yes, your physical therapy exercises are important. I give them to people for a reason, (laughs) but if someone is having a long fatiguing day where they worked eight hours, they had to shuttle their kids around, they dealt with, I don't know, a broken down car, and then they go at the end of their day to do their physical therapy exercises on top of that. I'll be honest, it's not going to go well. It's not going to feel good. And it's going to feel like you're on a never ending hamster wheel of doing physical therapy exercises and nothing working. That's why it's really important to kind of know yourself and know where you are before you dive into something like exercise or even your physical therapy exercises. That might mean giving yourself grace and saying, Hey, I had a really, really long day today. Let me try this tomorrow. Or it can look like doing some work to regulate your nervous system, to soothe yourself, to take a sip out of that cup, and then trying your exercises. And that's just a really small example, but I think that can be said for a lot. Another way I often think of this concept is, have you ever woken up and it just feels like from the start of the day, everything is going wrong for no reason? You oversleep your alarm, you trip on the clothes on the floor as you get out of bed, you spill your coffee everywhere, your smoothies down your pants, you trip on your way in through the door and you rip your pants. And it just feels like one thing after the other, after the other, after the other is just coming back at you. Oftentimes, at least for me, when that happens, I tend to be moving a lot quicker. I tend to be stressed and overstimulated. And I move so fast that I'm kind of just flailing limbs. (laughs) And I'm really my own problem, for lack of a better way to say it. And I find that oftentimes when I have one of those days, it's when I haven't taken a day off for myself, when I've been working nonstop, when I've only been pouring into my cup and not taking sips out of my cup. I tend to get that feeling of, oh my goodness, everything's going wrong. So you can see how this full cup, this full bucket can manifest in a couple different ways, physically because of pain, mentally, emotionally. Sometimes people just feel like they're so full, they're going to burst into tears. I've definitely been there. And yes, I'm speaking from personal experience on a lot of these things. (laughs) And I think the huge takeaway for me in understanding this threat bucket is checking in with myself. So if you have a safe place right now to do this, I'm going to invite you to just do a quick check in with yourself so that you can see kind of where your cup is. So place your feet flat on the floor, close your eyes, take a nice deep breath in through the nose and an open mouth exhale. And just take a second to be with your body, to be with your breath, and to notice where you are. Notice how your physical body feels. Are there any places that you're holding on to tension? Notice. How your mental body feels. Are you running in circles in your head? Is there a constant thought on repeat? 
Notice how your energy feels. Are you feeling exhausted or fatigued, energized and awake? And notice your emotions. And most importantly, overall, just notice where you are and how you feel without judgment, without labeling as good or bad. Just, hey, this is where I'm at right here, right now. Take another deep breath in and long breath out. And using... Just an extra moment here. Maybe you write that down. Give yourself a second to notice, wow, I am feeling really tired today. Or actually, wow, I'm feeling so much better than I thought. The purpose of this is not to punish yourself or to say I'm doing things wrong. It's to really truly notice where you are. And I find that so many of us are moving on autopilot that we don't know how we feel on any given day. And often we don't know our cup is full until it's overflowing. And that's where we can run into problems, where we can run into challenges like pain, discomfort, difficulty sleeping, all the things I listed before I don't need to necessarily reiterate. So step one in understanding this kind of threat bucket, this overflowing cup is just noticing where your cup is. That's it. Start there. Step two is to then find some things that take a sip out of your cup. And this is going to look really different for everyone. There's a few like across the board that help everyone. And then other ones are really going to be up to you and what works for you. So first, let me share what works usually for everyone. A good night's sleep is essential to keep your cup where it needs to be. And once again, this might be different for everyone. For me, I know I need like eight-ish hours, if not like anywhere between seven and nine feels really good for me. Depends on you and your work schedule and your body, but sleep is essential for your nervous system and for yourself not getting too overwhelmed or too full of a cup. Number two, is proper nutrition. Now, I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not going to tell you exactly what to eat here. But what I've seen time and time again in my own body and in a lot of women's bodies is that we're not eating nearly enough for the level activity that we're doing, in particular protein. And that's kind of as far as I'll dive into it. I will hopefully, I've had um, Jillian Smith on to talk a little bit about gut health, but maybe we'll have someone on soon to talk really about nutrition and what eating in a day should look like, but make sure you're eating enough friends. You deserve to eat. Number three is downtime. Having downtime from your work is also essential for this. I don't care how much you love your job, how much you're passionate about it. You need days off. I've learned this more than once, more than twice, way too many times to count, that even though you love what you're doing, you still need a time to step away. Whether this means you have two days off a week or more or less, or you take your scheduled PTO, 
Taking time for you is really important. And adding a layer there, taking time to do nothing, zero things, is really important. From someone, myself, who is a chronic doer, sometimes our days off aren't always off and aren't always total rest. Can you really truly rest without the guilt also? That's something I'm personally working on. So days off, true rest. And yeah, movement is there. But once again, movement, I say last because sometimes when our cup is already full, movement can put us over the edge. And not all movement, but some movement. Because if we're already overtired and overexhausted and we add, say, high-intensity interval training to it or even a really intense weight training session, that might be a little bit too much input for our physical body. So movement as a baseline, movement as a way to take good care of your body is essential to help your cup not get too overflowed. But if your cup's already full and you go to do a workout, that might just be a little bit too much. Once again, though, this comes from knowing and learning your body and learning what works for you and what kind of movement works for you, which kind of leads me into my next point here. Everyone out there, everyone listening is going to find certain things relaxing and other things not. One thing I do in my group coaching program, Nourish Your Nervous System, is teach people how to create practices that fuel them instead of drain them. And this is actually, I use a term that I learned from Anna Hartman um, called the self-care master list. And the self-care master list is really a list where you write down different techniques and next to them, you write down how they make you feel. So they can be movement techniques, breathwork techniques, meditation, mobility, rollouts. There's so many different techniques that I've taught. I teach in my group uh, coaching program, Nourish Your Nervous System. But anytime you practice a technique, you write it down. And then next to it, you write how may you feel. Energized, calm, peaceful, or opposite. Ooh, that was overwhelming and overstimulating. You write this down so then when you have a few moments to yourself and you know your cup is getting to the brink, that you can start to take sips at out of it with these techniques. So once again, I can show you 20 techniques and three of them might make you feel energized and five of them might make you feel calm. And you have to start to learn those for yourself. So keeping a list of them can be really, really powerful. In general, finding a list of things that fill you back up is going to be really, really important. So let's talk a little bit more about hobbies and how that can take away from your cup. So like I mentioned, taking time off is really important. Taking time to do things that are not directly related to the work that you do in this world is also really important. A really great way to take a sip out of your cup. For me this summer, it's been making flower bouquets and I cannot tell you how much that is lighting me up right now. It is so calming, so relaxing, and so satisfying. Other things for me that I do, reading, um, going for a walk, gardening, although sometimes I will say gardening can definitely be a little bit too much depending on what I have to do in the garden. 
Picking things in the garden, blissful. Weeding probably will push my cup to overflow. So you can see how it's all a learning experience, what works for you and what doesn't. Some people might find painting or yoga, reading, writing, dancing, singing, gardening. There's so many things out there in the world. Find what works for you as a way to fuel you and take sips out of your cup. So talked a little bit about the things that everyone can do. Talked a bit about finding what works for you. And then another really powerful thing can be training your nervous system. And I think I'm going to do a full podcast on different ways to train your nervous system. So I won't spend hours diving into that right now, but I do want to leave you with a few practical tools. And a lot of these are on my YouTube channel, so I'll put that below as well. But some ways that you can take good care of your nervous system. One is breath work. As simple as just lengthening your exhales, making your exhale a little bit longer than your inhale. Anytime you lengthen your exhale, you're kicking into the parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest nervous system, and can be really powerful to just giving your body the chance to let it go and land. There's lots of different breath work out there too, but that's my number one favorite because it's so simple and easy to remember. Other things like self-massage techniques, like a trigeminal nerve glide or facial tapping or shampoo fingers, I'll link those all below, are really good techniques to ease tension in your nervous system and take a sip out of your cup. In general, touch, whether it be self-touch, giving yourself a hug, gentle tapping, or even getting a hug from someone else goes so far in taking good care of our nervous system and decreasing tension in the body. Some eye movements or tongue exercises, shout out to Missy Bunch again, because that's her go-to can be really helpful. Taking good care of your lymphatic system with dry brushing or legs up at the wall or gentle movement is also really powerful. Another thing that I personally love to do is just spending time in nature, not necessarily doing anything, but just sitting and smelling and hearing and listening to nature, whether it's on my front porch, out in the woods, or from the window. That is so powerful, and there's so much research on that and how calming it is for our body. There are so many different ways to take a sip out of your cup, and ultimately it comes down to what works for you. I personally have been on a journey for many years to find that out, and I'm still learning. And there are some weeks where my cup just overflows and I feel overwhelmed and exhausted and I wonder what the heck I'm doing. And there are other weeks where I take good care of myself and I use my tools and techniques and I show up for myself and I feel amazing. So just learning this can be super helpful. Just knowing and noticing, okay, yeah, my cup's a little bit full can be really powerful. For me, it's given me the grace to realize that some days I have much higher capacity than others, and that's okay. 
And often I have higher capacity when I take better care of myself. And in the past, I personally used to just think, well, you're not doing enough, Carrie, or whatever negative self-talk came up first. So if you take one thing away from this episode today, it's give yourself some grace when you're feeling overwhelmed and overstimulated and overexhausted. And start to learn yourself. Learn what and when you feel overstimulated and exhausted, when your cup feels too full. Learn what feels good. Learn what takes a sip out of your cup and learn what doesn't. It's going to be a bit of trial and error at first, and that's a part of the process. But start with getting to know yourself, understanding when you're overwhelmed, when you're overflowing, when your cup is too full, and then start to implement tools. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friends. I feel like I threw a lot of little bits and bobs at you. So I hope that made sense. And I would love to hear your feedback. This is something I am incredibly passionate about because learning about the threat bucket and learning how to better take care of my nervous system has been really game changing for me. And to be honest, like I said, I don't nail it every time. I'm still learning. I'm still practicing because at the end of the day, it is a practice. So don't beat yourself up if you still get overwhelmed even after implementing some of these tools. That will happen. A lot of this is what I teach in my group coaching program, Nourish Your Nervous System, and I share a lot of it over on my Instagram as well. If you want to check out my Instagram, it's at McGinn, K-E-R-R-Y-M-C-G-I-N-N. Check it out for some more tips and tricks on how to take better care of yourself. And if you want to hear about Nourish Your Nervous System and when it's launching next, pop it, pop it. <laughs> pop, lock it, drop it. <laughs> pop your email on the list below and I promise to never sing to you again. <laughs> Thank you all so much for being here, friends. It is truly an honor and a pleasure to have you listen to this podcast. And I hope you tune in next week. <laughs>